0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katse. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. Mark
0: To A's manager, it's time for the manager show with Mark Kotze, presented by Nest Bedding. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here's Chris Townsend.
1: It's time now for the Mark Kotze show, brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Go to their Bay Area locations or... You go online to nestbedding.com. You use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order your bed, your sheets, the bedding, everything that you need. Use the coupon code Oakland. Get 10% off your order. Go to one of their locations in the Bay Area or you go to nestbedding.com. Well, Skip, how was the All Star break for you? Oh,
2: yeah, the All Star break was great. It was a good reboot. Uh, Spent some time with family and friends down in San Diego, as did you, I think, and uh, enjoyed some beautiful weather in Southern California. Uh, a couple of days of relaxation, and uh, you know, it was obviously short but but uh, sweet.
1: Well, so far so good. How have you liked the look of your ball club? You've come out and you won two out of three.
2: Yeah, we have. Um, you know, we've played better baseball. Um, you know, the doubleheader was a long day of. Uh, of a grinding, you know, 18 innings, but, uh, we ended up, you know, managing to, to win one of those games and, uh, played really well in game two, had some good offensive moments. Uh, and that continued last night here in in the Coliseum against Texas with a, a good five run fifth that, uh, helped us, helped us secure a win.
1: You know, I know it's easier for easier said than done for us guys to talk about players' numbers and not worrying about your numbers. When we are a game of numbers, uh, what do you say to the guys about not worrying what's up on the scoreboard when they go up for an bat? Stay in the moment. You can't get it all back in 1A.B. I, I don't know what the speech is, if there even is a speech. Have you guys had that talk to tell them, hey, don't worry about what it looks like or what's what's happened in the past? It's all about now
2: yeah you know that's that's uh, well said and it is about now we talk do talk about um you know staying in the moment we talk about you know preparing to win each day um and then the the verbiage that that we've thrown around is that we just can't have a rear view mirror and uh and that being said you know i think guys understand that uh you know it is a long year there's still some time left to to build on um you know their numbers and and to try to Accomplish, you know, just small goals, basically set some small goals for yourselves and uh, and, you know, obtainable goals as well so that you feel good about the accomplishments. And, uh, you know, I think guys are starting to to realize that, um, you know, by doing that, their their success um, will help not just themselves, but help this team win some baseball games in the second half.
1: Yeah. And I think about what some of your players continue to say to us on ACE Cast live, whether it was Paul Blackburn yesterday, the all-star still talking about, it, it's about winning. It's about team. I know Cole Irvin has talked about that with us. The fact that no matter what the record is, your guys, your guys have, you know, they've stayed the course. You mentioned it in spring training. It's about playing hard every single day, playing for each other. Normally in a losing season, guys don't play for each other. Just how proud are you of the group that they have stayed together?
2: Yeah, that's it. Uh I'm very proud of, of how we go about playing the game. Uh how these guys, you know, you see the some joys in the locker room, uh you see the friendships and the relationships. Um and I think they've only continued to strengthen. Um you know, they they do a good job of, of you know, having some fun uh through these times and 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 I think uh you know, end of the day, um as you talked about in spring training, the message was, Hey, there's two things we have control of and it's attitude and effort and how you play the game. And, uh, and I think they've continued through uh, this year to, to show that fight. And, uh, and we will continue to do that until our last game in October.
1: You know, Frankie Montas, it was great to see him go out there, go out there and look healthy. Uh, number one for him, Obviously he's a big part of what's going on here before August 2nd and the trading deadline. What's it like managing a player like that?
2: I love Frankie. Frankie's uh, as we talk about, you know, a guy that, that has uh, a great personality. He goes out every fifth day um, and and takes the ball wants to win, goes out and competes, um, you know, and, and in this situation, as we move forward, as you talk about with the trade deadline, uh, you know, our biggest thing, and we went through it in spring training, was that we know it's there, um, but we yet we have no control over it. And I think that's the mindset to go out and perform until things happen. Um, you can't control it, and so we'll deal with it if if uh, something does occur here uh, on August second. But uh, right now, our focus is again, it's on winning baseball games and winning today.
1: It's it, you know, in, in your own past experiences is it tough as a player to keep it out of your mind when everybody is talking about it and your names are all, you know, you're all over the internet, you're all over television, you're on radio. People are, Hey, this guy could go here. This team could want you at this point. I mean, just what's that like as a, a going through it as a player, but yet you still have to perform on the field for the team that you're on.
2: Yeah. You, you can't keep it, you know, out of your mind, obviously it's, it's like your batting average. It's up on a big screen. And every time you uh, go out to play a game, it's posted. And and not only is it posted, most likely it's being thrown at you somewhere by someone uh, on a daily basis. So for Frankie, he's definitely aware that there's a possibility of him being moved. Uh, And as a player, um, you, you, there's no way of preparing for it. And so um, I think what you do as a player is you go out and, and, you know, think yourself in the moment of the game. And, and that in itself will take away um, your thought process of being traded.
1: How much now as a manager, do you want to know what's going on? Or are you the type that like, hell, you know what? Don't even tell me. I don't even want to know when it happens. It happens.
2: <laughs> I'm more of the want to know. Um, and, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, as transparent as I can be with these guys, um, you know, it helps them go through these processes. Uh, you know, every time I think in my past experiences uh, in talking to guys that get traded uh, when it comes out of the blue, it's a blind side and it's a little bit more uh, of a distraction. It's a little harder in the clubhouse to deal with. So, um, you know, what, and any if any information I get, um, I'm, I'm definitely transparent with these guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, th- that goes back to being a player, you know, in your days, you you hear it all the time. I just want to know, I just want people to be honest with me.
2: Yeah, that's true. And, you know, sometimes though players, when you're really honest with them, <laughs> they have a hard <laughs> time with it. So, uh, you, you do walk a line a little bit with knowing the personality, with knowing the player, um, and being being able to kind of deliver a message, maybe not just as directly as um, you would with, with certain individuals. But, um, you know, players do want to know. They do want to know that for sure.
1: Well, you know, you've got a, a full half season under your belt as a manager. What do you think that in that first half, something that you learned that maybe you didn't know, you didn't quite understand that you now have a better grasp of it now that you've gone through a full first half?
2: You know, Tony, I think for myself um, and and still learning um, that through the decision-making processes, I think the decisions that you don't make are the biggest ones you regret. So, um, you know, there's been times where there's decisions that I've, um, you know, maybe not necessarily been 100% on and hesitated with. And those decisions are the ones I come home and can't sleep at night about. So um, that's a learning process. It's it's been great, um, you know, and I continue to learn, continue to grow in this role. Um, you know, the relationships, uh, which I thought would be my strength, um, I still feel, um, you know, I'm learning and and understanding more in depth of how to communicate to these guys on a daily basis. So, uh, but I have thoroughly enjoyed, um, you know, these these uh, processes and, and, uh, look forward to just getting better.
1: You know, I, I say it all the time. It's like being a cornerback in the NFL. It's like, you're going to get burnt for touchdowns. That's just, the game is not, it's a rigged card game. It's not, it's not in your favor. They want quarterbacks to throw touchdowns. The rules are in the wide receivers favor. You just have a, you have to have a thick skin and just understand that you're going to give up a touchdown, but you got to be ready to go. In the next defensive series, I use that for baseball and yourself. Uh, cause at some point, as a manager, okay, let's say you didn't make that call, you take it home with you. At some point, you got to let it go because you got a game the net very next day. Is that easy for you to let it go?
2: You know, it, it, it isn't easy. Nothing's easy when, when you feel like a decision impacts the win and loss. So, um, but they're, they're definitely, um, is a time frame to hold on to it for, as you talk about, it. and the next day when you show up to the to the yard, it's it's done. And I think uh, as a player, um, I learned that at, a, at an early stage, which uh, may have helped me um, continue to uh, to play at that level for for the period of time I did. So, yeah, you go home, you wear it, and uh, and then you just show up the next day ready to go.
1: You mentioned a strength, and it's a very big positive is your ability to communicate with the players. And I think so, so much outside of the organization, fans, you know, everybody thinks it's all about data and everybody thinks it's about the numbers and it's about the matchups and people don't really understand that really the number one thing is communication and how you relate to the players and how the players feel about you, how you feel about the players just talk about how inside the clubhouse, what 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 quality communication means for the group and for to, to, to give the group the best chance going forward.
2: Yeah, you know, you 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 want to have the heartbeat of the ball club um, and the heartbeat of the individuals. And I think, you know, the more we communicate, as you talk about, the more things we can do inside that clubhouse as a staff uh, to, to help these guys succeed, to, to teach these guys. Um, you know, I think there was an article today written um, on Cole Irvin success and how, you know, a, a veteran leader like Stephen Boat just brought him something that may have worked for uh, Madison Bumgarner and his, you know, process of getting ready to go start of a game. And it clicked for Cole and Cole came out yesterday throwing 93 or 91. And in the first inning, and that's something that's changed for Cole. So. You know, I think as as leaders, we all want to be in touch with with, you know, um, the heartbeat of the group and when to deliver the message and and how many times you have to deliver the message. Um, But being honest, being direct with these guys uh, is is the best way to do that. And I think I've learned that just from the guys that I've been around, uh, the leaders that I've played for. And it's just the way I try to do things with these guys.
1: You know, you mentioned that story about Stephen Vogt telling uh, Cole Irvin about Mass and Baumgartner and throwing the last, whatever it is, five pitches of his bullpen as hard as he can. You know, you, you, you just talk about your pitching, your starting pitching, and I think about the three and Frankie Montas and Paul Blackburn and now really Cole Irvin, what these three guys have given you, these three starters have been legit. I mean, Cole Irvin has the lowest home ERA of any pitcher in the American League, fourth lowest in all of baseball. So when you want to talk about a bright spot for your team this year, these three guys have pitched outstanding for you. Just tell me what you think, and we'll end on this. Just tell me what you think about these three starters and how they perform performed for you.
2: Yeah, they really have performed great. And, uh, you know, I mentioned all three of these guys had the possibility of being an all-star for us. Uh, Cole, Cole again showed that last night you know I was scrolling through some of the box scores just to see how many starting pitchers actually went seven innings last night and there were two other starting pitchers uh, I think you Darvish being one for the Padres and uh, I don't remember the starter for uh um, team that they were playing the Nationals uh, the Diamondbacks so there you know three starting pitchers you know out of those 15 ball games last night that that went seven seven innings, and so you tip your cap to Cole. He's done it continually over these last this this stretch of games, um, and you know it's it's a blessing to have those three guys that go out there and get you into the fifth, and the sixth, into the seventh inning. Cole's done the eighth inning twice, and so um, you know really a bright spot for this ball club.
1: Were you shocked that no one went seven innings or more in the Toronto Boston game that was twenty eight to five?
2: I wasn't really shocked by that, but uh, shocked by the, the the score for sure.
1: Well, when you score four touchdowns at Fenway Park, it's pretty eye opening. Have you ever have you ever played in a game like that where or or been involved in a game like that at the professional level? That's twenty eight to five.
2: I don't believe I ever was in a game of twenty eight runs. No, I think I've been in games where there's you you know you 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 approach eighteen or twenty. But 28th, quite a few runs scored in a baseball game for sure.
1: Well, great stuff. Uh, it's a good start for the second half and uh, have a good week. And we'll talk to you on Friday.
2: Sounds good, Tony. Thanks again, bud.
1: That's the Mark Katze Show brought to you by NestBetting.com. Love where you sleep, NestBetting.com. You can check out their locations in the Bay Area. Or you go online for all your betting needs, mattress, sheets, pillows, you name it. You go to NestBedding.com or one of their stores. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. That's NestBedding.com, the sponsor of the Mark Katze Show. Now back to AceCast, Cast, powered by iHeartRadio.
0: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.